Grammar Girl here. Today, guest writer Bonnie Tranga will help us talk about tricky sentences that make you question whether you should use a singular or plural verb. Today, we're talking about a tricky kind of sentence that causes you to make a mistake with subject-verb agreement. As we all learned in school, a singular subject agrees with a singular verb, and a plural subject agrees with a plural verb. Sometimes, though, other parts of the sentence get in the way and confuse you. Here's an example of the kind of sentence we're talking about. The star attractions at the museum were the art. Or should it be the star attractions at the museum was the art? Before we can answer the were or was question in the museum sentence, we need to define the problem. The source of the conundrum is what's called a distracting predicate noun. A predicate is what provides information about the subject. In the museum sentence, the predicate noun is the art, a singular word. The subject is the star attractions, and that's plural. So, should the verb agree with the subject or the predicate noun? Although this problem may seem complicated, it's really not. It's as simple as this. The verb agrees with the subject, not the predicate noun. Therefore, were is correct in the museum sentence because the subject is the star attractions, a plural noun. The star attractions in the museum were the art. Dorothy, don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain, meaning don't be distracted by the predicate noun. One grammar source calls this problem, quote, false attraction to the predicate noun. Sounds dangerous. Let's try out one more example. What's the right verb here? The real draw of this restaurant is the desserts? Or, the real draw in this restaurant are the desserts? Well, you know not to be falsely attracted by the desserts, which is the predicate noun. Instead, let's identify the subject. It's the real draw, which is singular. Therefore, the verb must be is, the singular verb. The real draw of this restaurant is the desserts. What comes after is doesn't matter. Sentences that contain a singular subject and a plural predicate noun, or a plural subject and a singular predicate noun, often sound awkward. Take these two examples. Her best feature is her legs. And dirty diapers are the worst part of parenting. Although these sentences are grammatically correct, they could make readers do a double take. If you want to avoid the problem, just rewrite your sentence. You could try to make both the subject and the predicate noun singular, or both plural. If that doesn't work, you'll have to change the sentence. As far as the legs sentence, you probably shouldn't write, her best features are her legs, or her best feature is her leg. So if you wanted to rewrite it, you would have to change it. Perhaps, she has great legs, would suffice. As far as the dirty diaper sentence, you could say, changing dirty diapers is the worst part of parenting, among other things. In summary, sometimes subject-verb agreement gets muddied by other parts of the sentence. But don't let yourself become distracted. Determine whether the subject is singular or plural, and then match up your verb accordingly. This podcast was written by Bonnie Tranga, author of The Curious Case of the Misplaced Modifier, who blogs at sentencesleuth.blogspot.com. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, the author of the paperback book, Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. That's all. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Mignon. If you want to do more to hone your communication skills, then check out Think Fast, Talk Smart, produced by the Stanford Graduate School of Business and hosted by my friend and Stanford lecturer, Matt Abrahams. You may remember Matt from his interview on the show back in September when he shared his top tips for becoming a better writer and speaker. Think Fast, Talk Smart is his Webby award-winning podcast 
which has been downloaded 41 million times and has been the number one career podcast in more than 95 countries. So you know it's worth your time. Whether you're making a wedding toast or presenting at work, strong speaking skills are critical to success in business and in life which is why Matt sits down with experts every week to talk about the best tips to unlock your communication potential. Hear from pros like neuroscientist Andrew Huberman on how to manage speaking anxiety, speechwriter and best-selling author Dan Pink on how to take risks in your communication, and psychologist Kelly McGonigal on how to harness nervous energy to fuel powerful presentations. So what are you waiting for? Listen to Think Fast, Talk Smart, every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. And tell Matt I said hi.